welcome to Success Gyan podcast. This is Surendran Jayshekar, founder and CEO of Success Gyan. Success Gyan is India's leading platform for personal and professional development. Our goal is to make 8 p.m. the learning hour in this country. So every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m., we'll be bringing the world's best trainers to speak on topics which will help you to become a better version of yourself in every area of your life. Mistakes and pressure are inevitable. The secret to getting past them is to remain calm. In today's episode, we have India's leading brain performance expert, Dr. Meghna Dixit, who is here to guide us on how to stay calm under pressure and tackle any situation. She also gives us instant techniques on how to be calm, irrespective of whatever happens. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello, everyone. So today's topic is how to stay calm under pressure. I know this is something that has been, you know, all the time debatable. That you know, how do we stay calm and how do we stay focused when under pressure? And stress is such a common thing in our life, right? And then when we wonder, when we look at the biggest of the leaders or the athletes, they go through so much of pressure. And how do they stay calm? So, is staying calm under pressure a inborn trait, or is it something that we all can learn? Let's dive deep in the subject to understand what exactly is happening under stress. So, psychologists have uh, researched and proven now that under pressure, we all regress. What does that mean? So, we regress as in suppose when you are a child and when the stress came or when something happened in your life and you could not retaliate, and your way of coping with stress was running away, on hiding and shutting yourself off from the situation. you will observe you are going to do the same when you grow up or if your uh, behavior or if your cope up mechanism to fight under stress when you are younger is to fight back or retaliate or get aggressive then even when you grow older under pressure you will have the same behavior coming up which one is it for you which side do you tilt why does this happen so let's first understand what's the psychology and what's the physiology of uh, stress and pressure So what happens is stress changes are biochemically. What does that mean? So your body is a chemical factory. There's certain chemistry. There is certain chemicals that are released in your body when you're happy, and there's certain chem- chemicals released in your body when you're under stress. So what happens is, what happens for the uh, you know opposite of calm is a state of either fight or run. So when you are either fighting or running in any situation what happens is your immediate response is to look at the threat look at the survival look at the danger and look at the environment outside so your entire focus goes outwards and every time your focus is outwards you are going to focus more on the problems than the solutions because see no matter what the solutions appear from within So when your focus is outside in the environment you are actually focusing on three things in your environment one you are focusing on how much time do you need to cope up to fight back to run away or you are going to focus on which environment should i go into should i go into a familiar environment or should i go into unfamiliar environment you know think about it when there is a lion and tiger chasing you and i know today's time there are no lions and tigers in the 
they're moving openly, but they may be in the zoo or reserve. But today, tigers and lions have been replaced by the people in our life. Or there could be triggers like, you know, uh, money challenges, losses or EMIs. And all of this keeps us on that tenterhook or makes us feel pressured. Or maybe there is something that you need to submit, like a project or something that, you know, is bothering you for some time. Now, in this scenario, you, as much as you're going to focus on your body to look at where, how much strength do you need in your body to cope with this stress, which environment to go to, whether it's an environment where it's a safe environment, familiar environment or unfamiliar environment. Now, when the tiger is chasing you, even if your current environment is very dangerous or maybe there is something not right in your environment, but when an external trigger comes, you're definitely going to go back to the same environment, even if it is uncomfortable. And a lot of people take the resort to the situations where, you know, they go back to the same people, they go back to the same kind of uh, situations, they, they, they invite the same toxic stress in their life because that's familiar. Now, environment and body. The third thing that you will focus on is on time. How much time will the tiger take to reach you? You are all the time going to come up with a, uh, you know, conversations within you that I don't feel like doing it. I have, I have headache today. Uh, it's not the time to do it. I will do it tomorrow. I will not be able to do this at all. And the conversations that go on in your space makes your brain perceive that there is a danger, there is a threat. And the moment there is a threat and danger, your brain releases adrenaline and cortisol. These are the stress hormones. And the moment your adrenaline and cortisol is released in your body, immediate response to your body is to run or fight whoever is there in front of you. Your breath gets short. Your body floods with a lot of blood and your peripheral vision goes away. So you're going to focus only on the next what is my next step in this situation? And if you will see under pressure, a lot of times people just close down. They don't know what can be do. And in today's time, if you cannot run or fight in a situation, what's going to happen is you're going to feel frozen in that situation. And that frozen state is going to send a feedback to your body that there is a real threat. There's a danger. And when that danger happens, the feedback loop gets created in your body to your brain and your brain to your body. And every time there is a situation like that, you freak out. Now, the freaking out could have a different repercussions on every individual. Some remain frozen in fear like a deer. Or some people, when the, when the adrenaline is released in the body, they do something stupid. So which one is it for you? Do you get frozen or do you do you act stupid? What does happen to you in this entire situation of pressure? Think about it. Now, second thing that I want you to do, once you understand how do you act, I want you to look at the emotions that you go through. Every individual under pressure has a different intensity and has a different emotion that comes up. Some people might get upset. Some people might get angry. Some people may, may get into rage. There's a degree and variation of emotions. Some people might get sad. Some people might get frustrated. Now, the moment you, you know, when you're in stress, it's all muddled up thoughts. Your biochemistry is all going haywire. You freak out. In that moment, if you can start focusing on, what am I feeling? What's my emotion exactly? What happens in the fight and flight reaction is your amygdala. These, these are the two glands that are there in your brain. They get all 
activated and they start processing the memory they start processing and interpreting the emotions and you know it's most often than not in it it labels it inappropriately because your rational is out of your system and you're just focusing on what's going on like there's a, there's a hyperactive situation going on and in that moment what happens is the fight and flight signal just makes you go crazy in your emotions so rather than you know going crazy if you can just simply start breathing focusing on things labeling on your emotions and every label that you give yourself will help you to calm down because that itself will start bringing in your logic in here you are with floods of emotions and suddenly you start you know separating them and labeling them it will automatically start giving time to your body to process what is happening the third thing that you can do whenever you are under pressure is see every time you are under pressure in fight and flight your brain sends the message to your body and then the whole freak out situation happens if you notice your breath it becomes shallow and it becomes erratic and frequent so the most important thing that you can do to calm down is focus on your breath immediately if you can close your eyes close your eyes just do it with me right now just do this close your eyes and start taking breaths now focused conscious breaths breathe in at the count of 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 breathe out at the count 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 see when you do this slow breaths you're doing two things first you label the emotion so you break the loop in the brain now when you started breathing slowly you broke that feedback loop from the body so the disconnect happened from your mind and body and it's a constant feedback that was going and creating the freak out situation will start cutting it out when that starts cutting it out your deep breaths bring in more oxygen to your lungs and your blood stream and it just calms down the effect of fight and flight what happens with the deep slow breaths is you're switching from sympathetic nervous system to now parasympathetic nervous system see sympathetic nervous system is of stress and parasympathetic nervous system is of calming down the moment you make that switch automatically your brain starts calming down your body starts calming down and you start feeling more logical in the stressful situation now once you cut that feedback loop the fourth thing that you need to do is relabel your emotions you know long back i remember i used to get extremely anxious when i used to go on the stage or i had to pick up the mic not that i had fear of talking in front of people but somehow i would just my body just would go into like you know that that whole fear mode and i believe that i fear so one of my teachers you know when i made this you know point out and i said that i'm concerned that i uh, i i get stage fright i feel fearful when i'm going in front of this hundreds of people and my teacher just pointed out and said that maybe you're not anxious maybe you're not fearful maybe you're excited or maybe you're anticipating something or maybe the way you feel is not so bad because it helps you to prepare better what my teacher did is relabeled 
my emotion relabeled my the way i feel so if you start relabeling you can call fear to anticipation anxiety to excitement maybe frustration to desire maybe uh, rather than saying i'm worried say i'm concerned you see the intensity starts changing just yesterday i did a session with one of my students and she was all you know riled up and she was all scared and she was all like you know not able to breathe and she was saying that i'm thinking that i am abandoning the situation i'm thinking that i'm i'm running away from the situation i'm thinking that i'm escaping the situation and i said rather than saying i'm abandoning i'm running away i'm escaping can you say i'm safeguarding myself even in the uh, you know aeroplanes the air hostess tells you before securing the mask for your child you secure it for yourself so the moment you switch from abandoning to safeguarding i could sense that her body get, went into you know immediate calming down space immediate more certainty and more confidence gaming to handle the situation better so think about what emotions do you recognize and what would you like to relabel it so that you start seeing those sen- those those that centeredness that comes in your space that feeling that comes in your space where you're more certain about your ability to deal with the situation because when you do that you send a message to your amygdala that everything is okay there is no threat there is no danger and the moment your amygdala start processing there is no danger automatically it starts calming down the fight and flight response and instead it makes you feel more aware and watchful so that you stop running away and hiding or you do something stupid it gives you a better perspective of the situation it opens your peripheral vision and it helps you to just sit back and enjoy the situation till it passes try doing this this is this is a very very powerful technique by relabeling relabeling your emotions you can practically get rid of your pressure or stress let's be honest that we all have stress in our lives and we can't avoid it so then how do you start building more coping mechanisms in in yourself The next thing that you can do is a regular exercise. Exercise has been proving that it releases good hormones, the happy hormones in your body like serotonin. It reduces the level of cortisol. Cortisol is one of the stress hormones. Regular exercises start releasing all the dopamine, endorphins, serotonin, oxytocin. So all of these hormones when they are optimum in your body, automatically your ability to deal with the pressure and stress is much better. Remember one thing. Today we have a lot of emotional stress. May not be the tigers around the so there's less physical stress and more emotional stress. But your brain processes it just like a physical stress. So if you become more powerful by taking care of yourself and exercising more, your brain feels that you can always fight back or run away and you are much bigger than the problem in front of you automatically your heartbeat starts lowering down slowing down i'm not asking you to become a gym junkie but what i'm saying is maybe going for a brisk walk once in a while, like once in two days maybe you know doing some push ups pull ups maybe doing something that helps you every single day to stay more in your body to make sure that you're releasing those hormones even a game like you know maybe a football a cricket a basketball whatever works for you you can do that every single day maybe 20 minutes is enough if you can go as long as 1 hour 
that will help you to cope much better with your stressful situation now remember you do not meditate during the war right you fight the battle when there is a battle you meditate and you prepare before the battle begins correct so so it's important that exercising and preparing yourself well in advance before even you get into the pressure that will start helping you to fight and cope with the pressure better and the last thing that i want to tell you here is the most you know the biggest of the leaders and athletes are the ones those who are grounded in their gratitude gratitude is a practice that you can build in yourself it starts automatically rewiring your negative emotions to a positive emotions attitude of gratitude really really helps you to focus on something good in your life and rewiring your brain making your brain practice focusing on the good things even under pressure now research done at ucla shows that the gratitude practices impact the brain at the neurochemical level and it acts as a catalyst for neurotransmitters like serotonin dopamine norepinephrine all of these hormones when they release in your body you start looking at the same problem as a small thing and you start looking at what can you do to make it work for you like very simple like suppose you the things see most of uh, most of times in our life things don't go as we plan right so then the immediate reaction for all of us is why this is happening for me but today i want you to ask yourself this question instead of every time you ask yourself this question why this is happening to me how about you switch that question to why is this happening for me look at the question the moment you say why this is happening to me you go into the lower intensity emotions and the moment you ask yourself the question that why this is happening for me you automatically start focusing on more solutions like as simple as that like if you are in sales and you lost one major sale instead of asking yourself why this is happening to me if you ask a question why this happened for me maybe your next question would be what could i have done differently where was my blind spot what did i miss out in this how is this experience going to make me you know be- become better next time immediately the hormones and the 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 whole thought process and the emotions will start changing if you miss your flight suppose and or it got delayed now if you got delayed in the flight it, you could have simply said why this is happening to me it was such an important thing and i had to reach on time and why instead of that if you say why this is happening for me oh you know what maybe i can finish my project project report maybe i can finish reading that book maybe i can practice patience so that i can help other uh, you know other people those who are getting anxious what can you do when you have that challenge in front of you the ability to ask the questions will provide the ability to you know get into the solution so if you ask instead of why this is happening to me why this is happening for me your entire biochemistry changes when you are under pressure and you start becoming calmer now remember you do not meditate during the battle you fight the battle and you meditate before you prepare before the battle so all of this will come in handy for you if you start preparing right now thank you so much for listening 
I'm sure this podcast helped you in understanding how simple it's to calm the mind body with awareness. Do share this with your friends, family or anyone whom you think who needs this information. Dr. Meghna Dikshit will be live in the upcoming master classes and summits. For more details log into www.sgsummits.com.